0: Okay, Vine Church, welcome to the Wednesday night live stream. I have some good friends with me tonight. We're changing it up a little bit. Elizabeth and Skylar. some of our students have joined me tonight to talk through some Bible stuff. How are you guys doing? Good. life's good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you up to these days? Just Work. working? <laughs> Just school. working? Are you in school? How many hours are you taking?
1: Uh, I'm taking two, three classes, but one of my classes doesn't even start till October, so... Don't you know, don't
0: know how many hours you're taking? You're in college. Everything's hours now, not classes. Hours? No,
1: I just <laughs> Like credits? I just yeah, credit hours. Oh, credit hours? I'm taking three classes. At, let's say they're three, probably like 12 credit hours. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah? Maybe. You
0: know how many Gordon rolls you're taking? Don't even know, do you? No. Okay. This is going well. This is going well. <laughs> and you're finishing up uh, finishing up 12th
2: grade? Uh, yeah, this is my senior year. So I'm still enrolled at Valencia, so I'm just taking college But will classes. you like, go to
0: like, uh, like? are you envisioning going to like, prom in that? No? Uh, I, mean,
2: <laughs> I mean, I but, mean, but,
0: but but you're doing mostly online stuff.
2: Yeah, I am. But I'm, I go to prom with like my friends. Like oh, I go okay. stag with my friends and stuff like but that. Say, so. Does your boyfriend go to like real
0: school? Yeah, he goes to Harmony. <laughs> oh, <okay>. So <laughs> You don't <laughs> go you? to real
1: school, Skylar? <laughs>
2: yeah, no, well, I mean, she's too smart. <laughs> no, I'm crappy. just in a simulation. Harmony. It's fine.
0: Yeah. But will you go to like Harmony's prom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the plan. Right. So we got All homecoming. Right. That sounds like a blast. All right. Um, you got homecoming coming up?
2: Yeah, I think like in October. Nice. It's like mid October?
0: I mean you didn't go to real school either, so Yeah, you, I didn't have I
1: didn't have prom, homecoming, <laughs> football games, none of that. I just bit my lip. Let you me did, know if you guys have a game you want me to come to. I, I mean you guys L. had
2: like teacher band night because they're teacher bands. Oh yeah, my band. teacher was in a
1: band, so like on the weekend, he'd get like a bunch of other local bands and we'd all have like a big like concert oh, in boy. the church. But there forget football awesome. games. There you
0: go, you learn something every day. All right, we're tonight we're in uh first Peter chapter three. I'm going to put the passage that we're going to be reading tonight on the screen for you, and then we're just going to talk a little bit about it and talk about the outflow of what this would mean. But in verse 9, it says this. Do not repay evil for evil. Do not repay evil for evil. And don't repay insult for insult. I was talking to um, the guys about this, and... Have you noticed that your natural default setting is, when hurt, to then hurt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, remember when you like you were a kid and your brother slapped you, oh. or hit you? the first thing that popped <laughs> in your mind was
2: I have to hit him back? Yeah. Like that's the very first thing. That or cry. not me. <laughs> Both honky. Both. Not when he's six foot, one, oh, yeah. six foot two, and two hundred forty well,
1: pounds, and
0: five years older, or whatever it is, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, that's not fair. No, I
1: ducked my brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were the older one. Then. Yeah. But you know what I mean when, like, yeah. whoever, your sister, your cousin, your friend, or whatever, like, you know, it's like, bam. And then it doesn't go away. Here's the, here's the other thing you look forward to. All the married people will tell you this, too. You get older, you get in a relationship, the relationship gets deep, you get married, and next thing you know, you're having these little tit-for-tat arguments, and blah, 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 and everybody's, like, escalating on, like, what you said, and that gave me the green light to say this, and... Like the natural setting is to, if you're hurt, to inflict hurt. Are you with me? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, do you think girls do this more than guys?
1: Mm, I think it depends on the girls. Are girls
0: more petty than guys when it comes to relationships? Heck, like yes.
1: This? I would say yes. <laughs> I yeah? would say yes. I have a lot of people that I've seen be in really petty situations.
0: Is it? Is it, like, do they just like drama? Do you think it's just like, I don't know. Uh, is it like just. Like,
1: middle school? was so bad. Like there was this girl and she was in this relationship with like like a junior and we were in middle school.
2: And she was in middle school? Yeah with it was in high
1: school? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Um and he like gave her a bracelet and when they like stopped talking she like made a whole video and like cut up the bracelet in <laughs> the video. Okay. <laughs> well when
0: you're in middle school that's what you do. I was like Go-hearted.
1: I was like Whoa. I was like that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was something else.
0: I, I just I just feel like God, like I, don't you feel like girl, okay, at, the, at like high school, middle school age, girls are a little more verbal, and guys are like, if it's going to be painful, we're just going to fight. Like, there's going to be a fist fight, then we're going to walk away, everybody's over it. Like, girls will be like, no, no, they're going to text it, they're going to say it, they're going to write the note, they're going to talk the gossip, they're going to do that. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think there's definitely the exception of the girls that just swing.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: there, there are. I've definitely seen that happen. Seems
0: <laughs> a girl fights in your day? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah? Oof. Definitely. Rough. Interesting. You ever been in a fight? Me? No. no. No? Never had to do that. I just with cry. I'm like, stop yelling at me, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> please forgive
0: me. No fights for you?
2: Uh, I don't know, not, not any that I remember. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Alright, so let's go with this. Like, do you, have you found yourself when you were hurt wanting to repay or when you were insulted, mm-hmm. wanting to insult? Yes. You know this feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Boom.
1: Or, like, That's, someone blames you for something, and you're like, really? You're going to blame me for that? Like,
0: Remember when you...
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, all their stuff comes out, mm-hmm. then remember when you...
1: They like to nitpick at stuff from your past. You're like, oh, okay, then let's look back at the beginning of your life.
0: Got it. Got it. The pain of it all. <laughs> um, so how do you know, and this is a big question, how do you know when the pain that you're holding... Now think about this. Somebody's offended you, hurt you, insulted you, the pain you're holding on to. How do you know when that pain has become your own sin problem? Because look what he's saying, you know. Don't repay evil for evil and Don't insult people with insult, you know, insult response. So how do you know when their sin has now become your sin because you're doing the thing or holding on to or being passive aggressive with or whatever it is how do you know when that's become a, a problem? Your problem.
1: I think it, like, in middle school, I had that issue where I always wanted to, like, fit in. Because I never really, like, fit in with the older kids. or like. Okay. So, I always, like, struggle with that. So, whenever, like, I heard drama, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, she's saying bad things about you. And in my head, I was like, oh, I'm being a good friend. I'm looking out for her. Okay. But in reality... I was stirring up the fire, and I didn't realize it at Got the time. It. So I think it bec- it starts becoming, like, your issue when either you start doing the same evil that they're doing to you, or that's all you can think about, where it just, like, takes over your life, and you're just like... Because some people, they just like, oh, I can't stand here. I can't stand here. I'm like, you sound like you're obsessed with her.
0: Yes. You hear what I'm saying?
1: Yes. Like, when, like,
0: like the illustration I gave the guys was, hey... Paul tells the Ephesian church, don't let the sun go down. It's fine to be angry, but don't let the sun go down in your anger. So he gives this like metaphor Mm -hmm. of like, hey, there should be a limit to your hurt. Like your hurt at some point becomes your responsibility, Mm -hmm. not their fault. Are you with me? Your hurt is like something you have to deal with. Like whether it's turning into bitterness or anger or resentment or how do you know when like, hey, I I started off thinking this guy was the sinner who hurt me. Now, I have a sin issue. Like, I got a problem, right, mm-hmm. that I got to deal with. Like, how? when do you know you have a problem?
2: When it starts hurting anybody, whether it's yourself or other people. It's pretty much inflicting them. Okay. Um, when it starts taking over, you know, your daily emotions. Like, it's okay to be angry, but having it, um, like, like, you know once told me this, like when you're angry, you can easily get agitated with other people. So you can say something, I can hurt other people if you're angry in the moment. Um, or again, you can let your tongue slip at a wrong time and it can affect other people, whether it's their emotions or you could get angry physically and then throw a punch. So it just depends kind of. I like what you said too.
0: Like if you're holding on, let's say you're angry. Mm-hmm. So somebody's hurt you, you're angry, you're bitter, whatever it is, you're, you're frustrated with somebody else that can come out in other relationships too. Like there, right. can be, there can be literally trickle down, you know, like damage that happens because, you know, you got a problem at home. You're angry with your brother, your, your, your spouse, your mom, your dad, whatever it is, right? And then you're off at school and the first person you unload on, that person's like, what the heck has just happened, mm. right? And all that's because at some level that, that anger, that bitterness left unresolved is making you sick. Right, it's making your soul sick, right? I think it's what Paul's mm-hmm. saying. Like you can't hold on to this stuff. That's your responsibility. So much of the time, I hear people saying things like, um, "Well, they made me. They made me angry. They made me bitter. They made me crazy. They made me whatever." Right? And I'm like, that's a dangerous way to think, right? Because at some point, what you're saying is I'm being controlled by something somebody said, however long ago—a day ago, a week ago, a month ago. Right. And you're not owning your own responsibilities. Like, you're not owning your own heart at that point. It's like, that ain't good.
1: Like, eventually, like, I've been able – I mean, I still have my moments. Everybody has their moments. But I've definitely been able to, like, whenever I have an issue with something or someone, I have learned to just go straight to them, which can still be hard. Like, I remember there was a time in, like, my high school, middle school – a lot of of stuff in high school, middle school. Um, But I remember during that time, there were some things that happened, and I I was like, you know, I'm hearing all these things about me at school. I'm just going to go straight to the source and be like, hey, like, I'm sorry, like, if it came across that way, but I didn't mean it that way. And it took a lot for me to do it, to, like, go up to them and, like, confront them about it because they weren't expecting it. They were Mm. like, whoa. But then once we did have that conversation – and it's being resolved, were like, you with super, that like, person. Were you super,
0: like, nervous starting the conversation? Absolutely. Yeah? Had you thought about it for a while?
1: Yeah. Like, okay. all day. That whole day, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this. So how did
0: you, like, do you say, hey, we need to have talk?
1: Yeah. I walked up to them, and um, I was like, hey, can we talk about something real quick? And they are like, sure, what's up? And I basically just was like, I know, like, all this happened, and we just ended up resolving it in the end. But they ended up being like, you actually handled this very maturely. And we appreciate it. And I'm like, I would just rather have it be resolved between us. Because now in my consciousness, I know I don't have to worry. If I hear it from other people, they, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Right. Because I know that from the source, me and the source are good. Right. So if it comes from other people at this point, it doesn't matter to me.
0: What advice would you give somebody who would say, yeah, but okay, that's middle school or high school and that's just somebody gossiping or somebody saying something mean or Mm -hmm. something happened. What would you say to somebody who comes along and says, no, you don't understand. What this person did to me is much deeper, is much more painful, right? Whether it's like a parent totally Mm -hmm. letting a child down or like a spouse that cheats or whatever it is, right? It's, It's like, oh man, this is that, you can't even compare your situation to mine. It's so much more painful. How would you tell them to
1: apply this first hmm I would say that what you learn throughout your life I feel like it's a cycle like a repeating cycle does okay. that make sense okay like when you leave high school you never really leave high school <laughs> you're still gonna have the teachers you're still gonna have the popular kids like no matter like you're gonna still have the teachers after high school, <laughs> like like your mentors. You're still gonna have like like you're gonna have those same people.
0: problems, just different exactly. problems. Exactly, maybe bigger problems, but they're yeah. the same basic problems.
1: And I think that even if you are mad at someone, as though it might be really really hard, right. to talk to them. Once you do, like every time I've confronted something or talked about a situation that I feel, there's this huge weight that's just lifted. You had that, like, too? Like, I does the weight believe. get lifted
0: off where it's like, okay?
1: I'm- oh, yeah. I mean,
2: well, the, the piece of advice that I'd give is, um, you know, perspective is reality. Don't let your emotions control you no matter what. Because I think it's one of the most powerful things that um, somebody I look up to taught me is don't let your emotions control who you are. Because okay. it can affect other people. And, um you know, it's okay to mourn, it's okay to have uh, sources to deal with that emotions, um, but it's not okay to inflict emotions on other people. Uh, I personally went through some experiences that was really hard on me, and uh, all I wanted to do was um, just sit and cry, and I knew that wasn't going to get any better, so I just talked to God about it. And even, um, I think this was something that Abraham Lincoln did. He wrote, Letters um, of anger to his enemies, and then he just threw away and never sent the letters, and that kind of helps as well as just kind of releasing it in a Getting way that out. doesn't affect other people. Okay, and so I think that's really healthy as well. You know, like I said, talking to God, right? Because it's not like he's going to tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I, so. I love
0: the like. I love. Um, I was listening to a podcast about Martin Luther King Jr. Similar line of thinking. He was saying, when it comes to nonviolent protest and dealing with how to how to have an outlet for your anger or for your hurt, right? And his was, of course, racism and Jim Crow laws and all this kind of stuff. Um, He was saying that for believers, the outlet is always the problem, not the people. Mm -hmm. If you're focused on the people and hurting them back or letting your hurt boil over to them, something's gone wrong. Right. It should be on the problem. Exactly. Right? Dealing with the problem. I thought that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty strong. Okay, real quick, and I like what you said about letting it go, because can we fast forward to, let's fast forward here to the suggestions. This are my suggestions, mm-hmm. my three suggestions for this stuff, right? You got to hand it over. <laughs> hand it over to God. I like yes. your thing. Like, hey, okay. I wrote it, or I give it to God, and I just let it be his, right? Cast all your anxieties upon him. And then the second thing I, I tell people all the time when we're in counseling, I say, let's recall a time when you were the offender, and let's not forget that we're none of us are perfect and you've hurt some people too in your life. Right. And then the last thing I say is, you know, you got to bless the offender because, uh, first Corinthians chapter four, Paul tells, Hey, when they cursed us, we blessed them. Right. And so you got to figure out, Hey, even though this person's hurt me, how do I, number one, let this go, have the conversation, deal with the problem. And then if given the opportunity, even if they haven't yet received it, heard it, whatever, how can I bless them? How can I do something kind that's full of grace? Because that's what Christ did for me. Right. Boom. Are you down? I love it. I'm down. I love it. All right, folks. um, That's about as far as we can go for the live stream tonight. We'll be back next Wednesday night with a new crew. Thank the ladies for being here with me. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon. Peace. Love it.